Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Batman Soul of the Dragon. Directed by Sam Liu, Batman Soul of the Dragon is the direct-to-video animated superhero film produced by Warner Brothers Animation and DC Entertainment. It is the 40th film in the DC Universe animated original movies line. The movie is available now, but if you haven't watched Batman Soul of the Dragon yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. This movie features an original story not based on any comic. David Dutoli voices Bruce Wayne Batman with Mark DeCascos as Richard Dragon. Jason, you have the plot. In the 1970s, a missing martial arts teacher is the subject of a quest by his devoted and brilliant but distant students who include Batman. My concern going into this, it was going to be another Batman ninja, which I know (laughs) has an audience, but I don't think we rated it too highly. I know I didn't. I thought it was pretty cool, but I mean, was the reason you disliked that movie because of the the anime style of it, or was it the setting of feudal Japan that you weren't into? All of the above. All All of the above. (laughs) Well, at least this one. Going into this one for me, like you know, I checked out like the um, like the poster and stuff like that, and instantly I was like, okay, it looks like Batman meets Bruce Lee. It's going to be like a Kung Fu movie from the 1970s. And I was like, is that something I want? Is it going to be gimmicky? Is it going to be uh, whatever? And then the movie starts and I'm like, okay, it's a, it's a 1970s Kung Fu movie with a character who looks like Bruce Lee. And this is like Batman Enter the Dragon. And you're talking about Richard Dragon. He's the one that in this <laughs> Enter movie... Enter the Richard Dragon, yeah. yeah. He's the one that looks like Bruce Lee. Obviously, that was intentional. In the comics... So again, we've said this movie isn't based on any comic stories, but the characters are all lifted from the comics. And some changes have been made, like with Richard Dragon, Caucasian in the comics, but for the sake of this movie, it resembles Bruce Lee. It's very obvious that the people making this movie are a fan of 70s style martial arts movies. And I did feel myself just going with it. And there's a big distinction between this and Batman Ninja. And I think for the most part, you do still have Batman in, not modern because it's the 70s, but in a familiar looking city. I think that was yeah. the big difference here between this and Batman Ninja. We don't have to keep going on about no, nah, but look at the end of the day, like they are very different styles of of film, uh, different settings, different genres, all of that kind of thing. With with Batman, like I mean, I guess the only similarities between the two films is martial arts, the the Asian side of the of the film. But Batman and martial arts, I guess, go hand in hand in in most interpretations of the character. Oh, always. I think, except for Adam West, but always. <laughs> That's why I said most. most. (laughs) Not just the cape and cowl. Yeah, this is a cool movie. Like the, you know, the the style. I mean, the action, like really clean and fast and powerful. Like you really hit, you heard the, the impacts of the violence. 
Yeah, I did like the I did like the fight scenes. You know, if we if we're talking what the animation's doing here, the bits that sort of highlighted to me is okay. Look, I mean, I'm enjoying this. Is or was the fight scenes like they were quick and for a movie that is you know pretty much trying to emulate that that 70s style um, you know kung fu genre of film yeah the the fight scenes needed to actually be good they needed to kick ass and they were doing pretty well with it I was in enjoying them you got the character Ben Turner in this is designed to resemble Williams who were played by Jim Kelly in Enter the Dragon from 73 Michael J. White, once again, playing, this time voicing, but playing Ron's Tiger. He's portrayed the character in live action since 2012 on Arrow, which is a nice touch, just bringing him over, as well as Kelly Hume reprises her role as Lady Shiva. Also from from Arrow as well, or, or the Arrowverse? No, she was from the video game Batman Arkham Origins. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> hey, it's, still, it's still a character of an actor coming back and reprising the role from a different medium. It is cool how they can do that, and it's sort of like, it's a bit of ownership on that on that character, I guess, which is cool. You know, there's, there's an actor in this, like straight away, as soon as the character starts talking, you're like, that guy's Lopan. I'm talking about James Hong as O-Sensei. Oh, okay. You know the guy that's training him and there's the wall and the dragon yeah. sacrifices himself to go behind and, and fight the dragon? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the actor that plays Lo Pam in Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not, obviously more your wheelhouse of, of things to be a... Yeah, didn't pick any. Honestly, he's got like such a distinctive voice. Like straight <laughs> away, it's like, yes, they've got James Hong in this. I think they did, it did sound really... like his voice did sound familiar to me, but I didn't identify him. That'll oh, be it. It's in heaps of movies as well. It popped up in um, Tango and Cash. I rewatched that again recently. Another oh, okay, Kurt Russell movie. But yeah, no, they did a really good job with the casting here. For the most part, I mean, yeah, James Hong was. Know, great casting, and they went outside the usual wheelhouse, but you do still get the regulars, like Grey Griffin, Daphne from Scooby-Doo. She pops up in here. <laughs> and they do still have their go-to at Warner Brothers, where they'll go to talent from other Warner Brothers properties and bring them in. At the end of the day, what they're, what they're fishing for is who are our voice, who are our voice talents, who have we got? And yeah, easy done. Um, and a mixed bag with the with the you know with the principal cast as well, like a pretty diverse cast as well. I mean, I guess we are looking at you know like Asian based characters and stuff like that. They've got a few different uh, people in there. Jamie Chung is a recognizable name, um, and yeah, distinct voice that I recognize straight away. Playing Jade, she was she was alright. She kind of just sounded like Jamie Chung. That's what you want. That's <laughs> you hired Jamie Chung. You wanted to sound That's like what... Jamie Chung, I guess. So it essentially, is it's it's set up as being your standard seventies martial arts movie, and for the most part, that's what you're getting. There is some fantastical elements. You hear about this mythical dragon when they where they're all trained, um, 
But then, of course, Batman is in this. Now, I was looking to see what other people were saying about this movie, and a lot of people were scoffing at the idea of shoehorning Batman into this movie. <laughs> it, it definitely, it definitely does fit, and it it doesn't it doesn't play like Batman's an afterthought. Like he's supposed to be there. Like remember years ago, uh, they put out that movie. What was it? Batman Assault on Arkham. In reality, right, yeah. it was a Suicide Squad movie, but they sold it as a Batman movie. And it did pop in and out every now and then. But this is a movie where Batman is central to the story as well oh, yeah. as the it's... as the other characters. And they have a lot of fun with it. Like when they first realize that Bruce Wayne is Batman and Richard Dragon's like, are you going to bring the cape and cowl? Are we going to see the Batman? We need him. And they did, they did have some fun with that. See, it, it did feel like it was a Batman movie first and then the other characters followed. Yeah, I mean, you've you definitely got this core sort of team um, of these, you know, these students that have now like reunited for, you know, to find, to find their sensei and stuff. Um, but primarily it is, it's like a Batman and Richard Dragon movie there there are two like main characters that are sort of bringing everyone together they're sort of running the show what i found i don't know i found this a bit weird you know as much as we always we watch batman movies cartoons animated films whatnot um no one ever really questions you know a guy in a bat suit running around not like i mean sometimes the characters do but us as a viewer we're just like yeah it's batman he's cool he's badass suddenly you've got him standing next to the this group of these martial arts characters they're all you know like they're dressed you know they're in like their geese and stuff like that like ready to, to kick some ass but at the end of the day they're pretty straight looking characters it's there's not not like there's nothing really too fantastical about them and then there's this guy in this in his bat suit. It just, for the first time ever watching a Batman thing, I was like, he was like, he was just sticking out so much. I just felt I mean, he was, he is wearing a bat suit. Was, so I, I can yeah. see, I can see anything. Just, that. I've never I, really had that feeling before with oh Batman. But I was just like, you look, you look like a nut. You look <laughs> hey, like a crazy. He is. <laughs> you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. You know? Oh, let's get that's, nuts. That's pretty You know, <laughs> for me, I, I, the character, how they looked, what took me out of it, it wasn't Batman. I'm, I just accept it. I always go with it. <laughs> I, know, I know you do usually. I mean, I do, I do, but it was just, it was weird. But when we get into the big battle, did you notice that Bronze Tiger, he leaves and he comes back dressed like Luke Cage? Did you notice that? Yeah. No, I, I, I kind of got confused for a bit because I was like, I was like, like, is that Power Man? He's like, Luke what Cage is in this now? Like, what's going on? Is this, you know, a, a... And then I was like, no, 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 I'm Bronze Tiger, but I'm like, yeah. He's still got the claws. I was, you know, I was getting my universes crossed over, and uh, yeah, I didn't know what was happening. I mean, but, uh, 70s okay. Batman, Bronze Tiger, as he would have appeared then, did he? I mean, I, is that what he does? I guess like? you, I look, you, you, look at, you look at Luke Cage, or you look at Power Man, whatever you want to call him, and I guess, like, his outfit at the time for that period, I mean, it was influential from... I guess like the, the the fashion sense of the culture and stuff at the time as well. So I suppose the same influences would have been on this character for that period. So I guess it works. It's I not... mean I don't I don't know how far back Bronze Tiger goes, but I do know that 
whatever era it is for Luke Cage, like whether it's when the character first appeared or in modern comics, it's always a yellow top, blue pants. That's it. I mean, they could have just avoided those colours, but I mean, yeah, they... I mean, the colours go and they look cool, but I don't know if that's because <laughs> we're thinking of Luke Cage or not. But when you put all those characters together, you know, th- there's a mystery going on here. And then there's this betrayal in the team. So, you know, th- there's some fun things going on. But when you get to the big battle and they're rescuing O-sensei after discovering that he's alive after all this time, then it turns out he's not, he's been taken over and then he has some free will and then you've got the heroes banding together saying that no we need to do this together and they're about to fight a big dragon and the film decides well that's enough we're going to end it there yeah <laughs> like well, they literally okay. <laughs> they prepare to fight the big bad and then end credits okay and this movie is said to be a one and done. I didn't expect it to be teasing a sequel or anything like that, but I didn't think the end of the movie would be the moment that we'd been working towards the whole movie. It kind of just stops. Yeah. And maybe that's in style with what they're paying a uh, homage to. I'm not sure, but it just, I did not expect it to stop where it stopped. It's like, but it's like if, you know, if they were to say, hey, let's do a sequel to this, it's like the whole sequel wouldn't just them fighting that dragon no I, I, honestly like, at no point did I think the looking sequel what, what I was so I was looking forward to this movie and I wasn't again not necessarily being a big fan of martial arts films but you know okay this is a different take on, on Batman that we've not necessarily seen in an animated film before it's an Elseworlds tale we had it last year with Superman Red Sun so they're going to be telling a story. This is the character you know, but not how you know him. So this is a movie that could have potentially had stakes that Batman could have died, other characters could have died, because Batman doesn't need to be here tomorrow as part of this story. And I guess the ending, maybe they don't survive, but I don't know. I, I thought it was going to be more than just a setting up to fight. And Yeah. I felt like, like there wasn't too much in the story that, actually needed it to be sort of like a standalone it could have been something that could have been incorporated like the film could have still had the 70s style and flavor maybe like when they when he was you know the younger batman was first training and stuff like that that could have been in the 70s and then you know caught up to modern times and had this in line with like a new continuity that they may or may not be doing um i think it could have could have worked you know he still could have had his whole like um, training with, you know, like Rajah Ghul, League of Assassins and stuff like that. And then at some point he also trained with this sensei and this group of people. And, you know, like he can have other training things. He wants to learn as much as he can along the way. And then there could have just been, you know, a side story that, that he had. There wasn't too much in here that made it seem like, except I guess all the the magic and the dragon and stuff and all the you know the mystical door that reminded me of that scoob movie and and the the setting definitely (laughs) definitely does set it apart what you've got here you've got bruce tim he's a fan of batman he's a fan of martial art films from the 70s he's wanted to make this movie and warner brothers have led him that's why this movie exists (laughs) 
and fine. I'm always happy to watch more Batman. Always. It's it's a it's a fun exercise, and we talked about it before. Like when we've reviewed movies, like when I think the last one in that series of films was what was it? Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, which was telling a connected story that started with Justice League War. And you know, we've said many times how it is good getting these standalone movies where it's just a one and done. And this is another one of those. So it's a case of if you like it, great. But if you weren't yeah. necessarily a big fan of it, it's okay because it'll only be this one thing. And our next yeah, movie, the next one will could be, be really good, completely yeah. different. And we could talk about it here. The next one will be Justice League World War Two. Correction: Justice Society World War Two. To yeah. give it the accurate title, we get we get a lot of Justice League and, and, and a lot looks, of JSA until now. It looks excellent, and that looks pretty cool. And that's going to be the next one. And they usually space them out. Like There's usually less than six months between them. I think it might even be something like four. Because there's 10 anyway, to put that, three a year out. Yeah, they always seem like they're coming out faster than I can keep up with. Faster than The Flash. I thought that's where you were going to go there. Because, <laughs> uh, because World War Two <laughs> has two Flashes, Jay Garrick and also Barry Allen, who I'm assuming has travelled back in time. And maybe... Uh. like he's our perspective or our way in to these older superheroes. But anyway, that's the next movie. We will get to it. But this movie, in fact, before we give our, no, we'll do our rating first. We've not done this for a while. We've, we've, we've taken a bit of time off between. Have you forgotten the format of the show? <laughs> I just remembered. I was about to give the trivia. I thought, hang on, check my notes. We'll do the rating first. So let's rate this movie. <laughs> I believe out of five. Yes. I'll, I'll let you go first. Oh, yeah. And then after we've done the rating, I'll do the trivia, which I did prepare. Yeah, look, um, this this will probably... To, to like this movie, I think you've got to check off some boxes. Number one, you've got to really like Batman, or comic book movies in general. Um, and you, you've got to be a, a fan of kung fu movies, especially those of the 70s, because what this movie is doing is emulating um, you know, that genre, the, the 70s martial arts films, kung fu movies, and they're, they're doing a, a pretty decent job. What I was getting from it, I really liked the, the fight scenes. Uh, the performances were, were pretty, were, were fine. They were pretty, pretty good. Um, it felt almost just like I was watching an, a long episode of like an animated show. It didn't have that sort of theatrical feel to it. And I know obviously this is, you know, direct to, to home or whatever they call it these days with streaming and all that. But at least with like the, the previous sort of these animated DC films, I've always still felt like, you know, like they felt like movies still to me, this didn't really feel like a movie. It didn't feel like an experience. It just felt like a long, not that it was long, but it just felt like a, what was it? 80, 90 minute, probably less. Yeah, thereabouts. Um, like an 80 minute sort of, Saturday morning adventure with a unique setting, but yeah, so there, I didn't find anything too special about it. Fine. I didn't hate it, but also I didn't really love it either. So very middle ground for me. So I'll come in. I want to say three, but I feel like that's, that's too much of a, of a high grade. So I'll say 2.5 just to be diplomatic. About it. I think that's fair. I I did enjoy it. 
Now, I went out and picked it up on Blu-ray, like I do with all the, the DC movies. And with this one, I think I might have mentioned it with the last movie they put out, Superman, Man of Tomorrow, which did feel like a big movie and almost theatrical. That was a great movie. But what they've started doing as of that movie is having a connective, a connected image across the spine of the Blu-ray. So it's almost like they've hit the reset with that. So for me, this even though it's the 40th movie, which is going back to Superman Doomsday being the first one, it feels like the second in a new wave of movies are putting out. So again, that last one did feel more theatrical. This, you're right, it is almost like it's a two-part flashback episode. And I know it's going all, all the way back to the 70s, but it, if you just take that part away from it, it's like you're watching, you know, an ongoing Batman animated series. And this is a two-part flashback to when he was training. Yeah. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, again, like the, the animation is beautiful. Like the speed of the action scenes is great and really fits the tone of what they're going for. But this is a movie that I watched and enjoyed and unlike, and I'll use that as a comparison, Superman Man of Tomorrow, this is not one that I'm planning on going back and watching anytime soon. But in the moment, I did enjoy it. I'm going to come in just like you, 2.5 out of 5. If I was a big fan of martial arts, and you know we've mentioned <laughs> Enter the Dragon a few times, I reckon combining something you really enjoy like that with Batman, I think it's... Marrying those two together, I feel like that person's going to get a lot more out of this film than what we have. But based on what we're into and our experience with the movie, yeah, I think 2.5 out of 5, that's fair. Okay, so now I'll do the trivia. I'll do the trivia as we always Correct, yes. tend to that's do. <laughs> yep, just checking. David Gutoli, who is voicing Batman in this film, in real life, is married to Elizabeth Tullock, who portrays Lois Lane in the CW TV shows. Oh, so okay. there you go. Hey, you've had so many, so much trivia over the years. It's been it's been marriage based or relationship based. Yeah, I think and... I've done it like twice. <laughs> sure, <laughs> it, it seems like you've done it more. But okay, so animated Batman is married to TV's live action Lois Lane. That's pretty that's, cool. That's cool. And I'm not trying to get weird here, but it's like, you know, they can go home and share a meal and, you know, enjoy their evening together and be like, hey, I'm Batman. And she go, yeah, is that yeah, Batman? Yeah, I'm Batman. I'm yeah, Lois Lane. You know, it'd be cooler if yeah, know, it was Superman, them, but... Leave it, leave it to them. Let them... Okay. Let yeah, them work sure. it out. I'm, I'm sure they can provide better dialogue for each other. <laughs> but hey, also though, this is a, this is a nice little teaser for our upcoming Valentine's Day special. So I've gone oh. for romance, marriage with my trivia, and sure. our next episode, which I believe is going to be two hundred and seventy. Yes, correct. Believe, yes, we're getting up there. So that will be our Valentine's Day special. Awesome. Well, that's it for our review of Batman Soul of the Dragon. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at Film Street Podcast. 
And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. All our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmsdewpodcast.com. As Luke already mentioned, keep an eye out for our next episode where we celebrate love in our Valentine's Day special. And I believe this is the first time we've actually mentioned we're doing a Valentine's special. And it's, I think, a Batman martial arts film is probably a strange place to announce it. But okay, that's, um, that's going to be our next episode. I'm, I'm sure you'll put a Facebook post up or something. It's fine. It's all good. The people will know. <laughs> <laughs> and the post may be pink. Just wait and see. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon. <laughs>